Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Welcome to Land Sharks After Dark, your favorite podcast about the old Miss Rebels. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. Got my co-host, John Stefanczyk, with me. I mean, we're just kind of honestly just keeping it real these days. Uh, not a ton to talk about when it comes to old Miss's football game, so we'll probably touch on some other subjects today. Who knows? I got uh, the Cubs in the playoffs here with the Nationals. Um, Rizzo just scored a run on an insane bloop single. Um Way David trying to close it out. Just a little context. What's going on, John? What's up with you, man? I'm trying to figure out what the definition of unanimous is. Hmm, okay. An email from Jeff Vetter on Friday that hmm. used that word, and I hmm. wasn't really sure if he understood what it meant, or maybe I just forgot what it meant. Right. I mean, he's an academic, so it's probably you, right? So what was that? What was the context he used unanimous in? Because they took a student poll, less than 20 percent of the people voted, and then they went and spent a week talking to the alumni association, some mm. board, blah, blah, blah. And everybody's in unanimous support of the land shark being the mascot. Um, <laughs> you he talked to every Ole Miss fan. I mean, I guess we, I mean, I guess we don't matter for shit, huh, John? You get an alumni survey, but I didn't open it. And maybe it was buried in there. I mean, so maybe he snuck it in. I'm going to look that up here huh. while you talk. I, I think he probably is just talking out of his ass about unanimous support, like, you know, trying to talk it into existence, basically. I mean, I, I don't think that there's some massive pro-bear contingent. I do think a large portion of the alumni base, uh, I don't know about the students, but definitely anyone that's been around this mascot crap for long enough, I think there's some shell shock there, uh, simply that's like, why are we relitigating this? Why are we exposing ourselves to more ridicule on this whole mascot issue? Um, I mean, we say we don't care about mascots there for kids, right? But it's like, why do we keep changing it and stuff? It doesn't matter. There's a lot of different stuff going on. Or going, a lot of different rumors, I should say, um, all around this. Some people say, you know, the bear wasn't making money for the university when it came to merchandising. People say um, you had third parties making money off the Landshark logo, all that stuff. I don't, I don't know. Um, it's not so much that I'm super upset with changing – from Rebel the Bear to an on-field Landshark mascot. I mean, like we talked about in the past, we're freaking Landsharks after dark, right? We should be more pumped than anybody. All I really care about is this this whole narrative that's being forced down our throats, and you just you just echoed it right there. Unanimous support and all of that. Um, it it just it reeks of a an inside job and fake news. To be frank, uh, to use terms of use on the show before. I'm proud of you. You're the first one saying inside job and not me. I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing. but <laughs> I think this is the clearest <laughs> example we've had in a while of something where the administration is trying to act like, oh, we're just doing what everybody asked for. You know, the students voted on this. The alumni unanimously supported all that when clearly they are very invested in this. If you've seen Twitter, you know, Ole Miss Sports Twitter accounts, uh, the way they've been pushing the Fins Up Rebels thing. And then today I sent a picture out. Uh, that I saw on Facebook, they had a mechanical bull basically, but it was a shark on campus. So you're telling me that since the students voted and the alumni unanimously agreed what late last week, they ordered a mechanical land shark and had it delivered to campus for, for Monday morning. That's, that is impressive. Whoever is, is doing the, uh, the mechanical bull work for old Mrs. Admin, they got really quick turnaround time, I guess that's all I'll say. Yeah, it, it, it's a big fight. Maybe the library had one made or some shit. I don't know. It could be. I mean, yeah, but it's potential that the mechanical bull was already in town, right? But my question is, where did you get the freaking rideable shark to attach to it? Like, it just doesn't, like, that, that's got to be a special order. There's no way they haven't been planning this for quite some time. Rizzo catches the out, and the Cubs have won to go up 2-1 against the Nationals in the series. So that was a good, good game. Um, awesome. There we go. Sorry for throwing that in there. 
So I just completed the 2017 alumni survey and no question regarding the mascot. So mm, must I have been must have been a different survey that uh that Jeff got unanimous support for the different Lone alumni Shark size me, you Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. We're, we're not we're, we're not counted uh, in the unanimous alumni apparently. So I mean, where where do you stand on it, John? I assume you're similar to me that it's not it's not a big deal that they're changing the mascot. It's a big deal that it's like being approached such a weird way, and like having the students rubber stamp it. It's 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 just yeah. I mean, if they want to change it, fine. Now, I mean, all the effort put behind making the bear the mascot, whatever, and yeah, going through the effort. Just, that's I mean, just basically cost now. I thought face Parham's comments on it. Anybody that's Listen yeah, what did he say? The Ole Miss never even tried to market the bear. Is that right? Pretty. That's it's true. I mean, I've never, I've never seen like Rebel the Bear specifically. You know, you've seen like some bear shirts, but it's always like a stock image bear. There was like no Rebel the Bear logo distributed, really. Yeah, I have to agree with them that that was. It seemed intentional on Ole Miss's part, and now they come back and say, "Well, we we're not making money off the merchandise." It seems like you kind of did that to yourself, right? How much did you really try? I don't know. It's weird. I thought. I mean, Dan Jones had the process, got him over the hump past Colonel. I, I just don't yeah. get it. No, I mean that was the big. That was basically his, you know, defining achievement. Basically, we got Vitter in here, uh, being the Trump to Kayat and Dan Jones as Obama, <laughs> and just undoing everything they did just to. Uh, what? Has Jeff Vitter made one good decision? One I thing don't know. Good? I mean, it's hard. It's hard to say. He's a. Not rolling the contract over is a disaster. He didn't fire Freeze when he should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's else? on Bjork as well. Bjork did not. I'm assuming Bjork did not try to get him to fire Freeze. I think well, Bjork may have. And Vitter said I don't no. think. I don't think so. Do you really think he did? I think Bjork is like a certain Ole Miss uh, journalist that doesn't have any hair. Uh, and anything something comes out, you know, everyone always adjusts the narrative to be like, well. I'm sure they were on the right side of history. We didn't have the full picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Really, Bjork wanted to do the right thing all along, and his hands were tied. I'm just. I. I I'm not going to give someone the benefit of the doubt there when their job is to literally be in charge of athletics and that makes it a huge snafu, as in keeping freeze when it was obvious the NCAA wanted his head. I, I'm not prepared to just blame it all on Vitter and take all the blame away from from Bjork. I think there's enough to go around. Yeah, I mean. Keeping freeze after the second NOA came out was like Joe Girardi not challenging the uh, the foul tip, the uh, fake hit by pitch the other night. And New York is clamoring over whether or not they're even going to keep him. And we're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> Bjork built us the pavilion, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Exactly. And we should be- and people like Bjork because he's like, he's like fratty. And he's like, he says the right things usually. Um, he comes across as like a winner and a no nonsense kind of guy. But I just I don't know. He he's never fired a coach. I, we'll give him Freeze's resignation, but he he doesn't. I I think old Miss fans paint him as some decisive administrator. I don't know as so much. Actually, I take that back. A power three coach or a a big three or whatever. I think he he did fire women's basketball coach right and then hire uh what's his face and he fired the softball coach so maybe maybe he's more decisive than i give him credit for um i just always got the impression that freeze kind of walked all over him when freeze was still here and I, yeah i, I think, think we freeze, saw that when freeze kept his job after the second in away yeah i think freeze had had insides of key boosters one uh may or may not own a bunch of taco bells and kfc's who, in memphis who, area who knows? Who, really who uh, anybody that, that same guy also probably was, I think was involved in AK not getting rolled over. So there's a pretty consistent pattern that, uh, said booster whose son happens to be on Chad Morris's staff. Hmm. I don't know how anybody's going to figure out who you're talking York. about. So yeah, uh, just context clues. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, freaking new mascot. Cool, man. Um, go Ole Miss Land Sharks. Uh, I mean, the one thing I will say for the Land Shark, and hey, I just thought of this, John, so maybe this is something. If you're someone that isn't in support of the name Rebels, maybe the Land Shark is your, is your on-field mascot when you change the name to the Ole Miss Flood, right? So maybe that's, maybe that's what we're working towards. 
<laughs> a shark can can swim up on the land in a flood and be washed ashore. So I'm it just gonna I'm gonna hope we're playing the long game here. It almost become the Ole Miss surge. Sure. Why not? And then we we no, give out free free games. surge at the games like the drink from the nineties. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Um, I don't know. Do we do we think that there's any more of a chance that we'll get on campus sharks than the bear that we ever get the on campus bear? I mean, it'd be cool. Building aquariums is really expensive, but I don't know. Maybe we can like partner with the city of Oxford to build like a small aquarium for kids to take school trips to or something. That that would be cool. But that the problem is it's a land shark, right? It's not a real animal. I I hate it honestly. It's a freaking SNL skit. It's a name for the defense that's terrible right now. Um, the Tony Fine story is cool, but I, I don't know. It just it still seems forced. I mean, people's complaint about the bear was that it's forced. To me, the land shark seems pretty forced as well. Like we're trying to act like this is our thing, blah blah blah. I don't know. I, I don't really. I, I think it's kind of a facade, but whatever. I, I don't care that much about it. I, I think I think part of the reason it's frustrating is because. The football program is in such shambles right now. Um, and just, like, honestly looking at such a long climb back to be relevant again with the NCAA sanctions, hiring a new coach, all of that, um, it just feels like rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic for sure. Like, what? why are we worried about this? Who cares? And, somebody, and people can point out and say, well, Dan Jones did it when they were bad at football. Yeah, but this that was moving beyond Colonel Red. This right, is- right. Are you telling me, you're telling me that part of our problem in football is that recruits don't want to come play for the Bear? No, this is a totally different thing. Like, it's, it's, not, it's not comparable in my opinion. Um, there, were, there were actual reasons to get rid of Colonel Reb. I, that See, part of the thing about, oh, the students voted, oh, alumni asked for this or are giving it to them, the administration hasn't provided a single public reason for why the bear is bad or why the land shark is better. There's nothing. Obviously, there's something that they think is going to be better about it, but they're not sharing that with us as alumni. They're not sharing that with reporters or anything. It's just ugh, it frustrates me because we're expected to uh, to just you know go with whatever they ask for um, and and just not worry about it. It's just I don't get it. I don't understand. Uh, I think it's distraction. You know, I think they're just trying to get everybody's mind off of um, what it. What's the the last three games? I guess we scored some garbage time against Auburn, but uh, non garbage time points. Ole Miss has what seventeen against Cal? Is that right? It's like twenty total. Sixteen against Cal, three against, three against Alabama, Bama. three against Auburn. Yes. So two. There we go. So that's. That's non-garbage time, non-UT Martin or South Alabama touchdowns. Pretty, uh, pretty bad, um, especially with everything that we've been told about the talent on our team, all that, blah, blah, blah. There is definitely talent there. Um, the scheme is not working. The motivation is not there. It's just, yeah, I guess, I guess it makes sense why you would want to change the mascot now, right? Let's, just, let's change that narrative. Let's get people thinking about other stuff. This defense seems slow and weak to me. I mean, it's got it's it's got to be the worst defense in the league, right? And possibly in the Power Five, they are so bad they can't I mean, stop anybody. Is Paul Jackson a total scam as a strength coach? Yeah, and I think that's something we've probably. I mean, I think we've talked about it on the show before. Like, I I don't know if does a good strength coach. Just kind of hang around a program like this. Is this how it works? I mean, like I don't, I don't really know how you compare performances of different strength coaches. I feel like it's kind of a fan narrative. X is a good strength coach. X is a bad strength coach. All of that. I mean, Paul Jackson just seems like a cheerleader first and foremost. Yep. And, and maybe that's our problem, but I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like it all starts with the head coach, right? Paul Jackson is just basically furniture in our football program at this point. Like he's. I mean, it's good that he's there for the continuity for the guys, I guess, for them to feel like, you know, it's not all new people. But I don't know. I don't really know what he necessarily adds. I, I, I guess I like him. Oh, Derek Nick still has a job. Continuity. Yeah, I don't know. Maurice Harris, I don't know. It's, it's Watch baffling. Derek Nix get a job with the next staff. <laughs> and that's, how, that's when you know that he's like uh, – Secret Dark Emperor of the network. Well, he, whatever, that means right? he's the king of providing access to key boosters. Either that, or he's the, the super dirty, and he's the say the booster still, but he's essential to our crouton. 
Um, all that wonderful running back recruiting <laughs> under his tenure. I know. Hey, he almost he almost got Cam Akers. Dude. We were second choice. Um, did you see Cam Akers like yeah. throw the linebacker? I on did. The I did see that. They still lost though, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, FSU is. I mean, I, I we still think Cam made the right choice, especially at the time he made it. But I mean, not having a great season in Tallahassee either. <laughs> Obviously, their quarterback's out. Um, I was going to say, I was going to ask you something. I don't know if it was about strength coach or not. But I don't remember. Um, oh, I was no, here's what it was. Are you still standing by your uh, your statement from last week that uh, if the new coach wants to keep McGriff, uh, that's fine, probably. It's it's fine. <laughs> Just wondering. Um, I, think, I think McGriff's a proven secondary coach. Right. But like, I don't know. Isn't his isn't his defense still playing below their talent level? Like, I know that they have serious problems on the roster, but shouldn't they still be doing? They they don't seem motivated really at all. I don't know. Maybe they just don't like Shea Patterson. Yeah, everybody's everybody's throwing to uh. Maybe to, that's to what's hurt Shea's NFL chances. I guess. I mean, I'll say. If a new, if a proven coach came in and, and interviewed and said, you know what, I'm going to keep Wes McGriff and it has nothing to do with continuity or this and that, it's because I think he's a good football coach, then I would sit there and go, you know what, I don't think that guy's, I don't immediately, I'm not going to immediately think the guy's an idiot. I'm not going to, I would not be super happy. I feel like a lot of Ole Miss fans would, would be question that, right? And maybe the coach would be vindicated in the long run, but. I don't know. After the way this defense is played I, I this year. I think the odds of a guy coming in and doing that are slim because he, he he's going to want an entirely blank slate. And say, I would look. think, yeah. Because then he gets two years to say, look, these aren't my players. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're soft. They're bitch. You know, well, Charlie, we have devastating kind of, NCAA sanctions. Oh, there'll be a lot of reasons the first two blah, 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 years versus, will be excused. Yeah. So that, I, I doubt that happens, but – if Wes McGriff went somewhere else and ended up being a good coordinator four years down the road, it wouldn't surprise me. I wish him, and I'd you know be happy for him. But oh no, I'd definitely be happy for him. He seems like a nice guy. He's not the defense is not getting it done right now. Not really. No unit is. Um, you know the buck stops with Luke, so we'll give him a lot of the blame as well. Oh, we say this: the amount of penalties they've committed, like yes, that first exactly. game, third. It was just unbelievable. It was third and nine, and they had back-to-back offsides on the hard count. Yeah, that was uh, really, really bad. And that's the kind of thing that I feel like Ole Miss fans are watching, and there's no way that they would they would be happy with McGriff again in the future just because they're frustrated right now. And fair or not, that's just how I feel. Yeah. Um, all right, moving off that, um, next week, Vanderbilt in Oxford, kind of a must-win for both teams. We were talking about it before the show started. Um. I don't know. I mean, I think Ole Miss has a better shot in this game. I, I think Vanderbilt is a better coach team for sure. Um, Ole Miss probably has a more dynamic offense when it's working, but at the same time, we've seen Longo's team scheme get completely shut down, and going up against a defensive coordinator like Derek Mason would not be surprised at all to see them just run into a brick wall um, trying to run the grass or whatever crap you know Longo preaches. Um, so I really don't have a read on this game. Ole Miss opened as a slight favorite. Um, they are the home team, yada, yada. It, it'll be an interesting uh, test of if the team gives a damn because, you know, if they get up for this game, they could actually have a shot as opposed to the last couple games they just got completely dominated. Uh, I don't know. What's your read on this? Uh, I think Vandy's a better team. Yeah, I agree. Uh, because I haven't seen any evidence of Ole Miss being able to play worth a flip at zero zero. Yeah, and Van- Vandy did win a, a fourth quarter game against Kansas State. I mean, that's I that's more than Ole Miss has done this year by far. Ole Miss had two bombs against Cal and sucked from there on out. Yeah, I just don't think we'll see. It's probably a I don't know seven seventeen game, but. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think I, I doubt it'll be very high score. I mean, you look at uh, the games against Mason the last. Well, I, guess, I don't know. Two Ralph, years. Webb, Ralph Webb could go off for two hundred yards. I mean, yeah, I mean, our run uh, defense is atrocious. It would not be surprising to see some long runs. 
Uh, they, it's not just him either. They have some other stud backs. They got one named Blasting Game that is is awesome. He's big. He'll run you over. Yeah, that's a good point. Their their running backs on our linebackers is a bad matchup. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens there. Uh, and then what LSU is the game after that for Ole Miss, huh? So a couple, a couple of easier games. LSU did get the win uh, at Florida this weekend, so maybe they're starting to turn things around. What did Vegas know that we? I don't know, man, but somehow they freaking always do this. I don't I don't know how they like I mean, I guess it's true, you know, what people always say about Vegas having a source inside every program, et cetera, et cetera. I don't know what their source inside Florida and LSU were telling them for them to be able to predict that game, but I don't know. Maybe LSU was really pissed after that loss to Troy and changed things up. I don't know. Yeah. I mean it, it it makes sense in the fact that Florida has had won a lot of close games that they probably didn't deserve to win, uh, and maybe were a little a little more confident in themselves than they should have been. Uh, on the flip side, with LSU being so demoralized yet having talent, I guess it makes sense. I don't know, but yeah, you're right. Vegas knew. Interesting. Interesting. It's always interesting. Vegas is very interesting. Also, uh, I tell you, Bielema's. Bielema goes to South Carolina and gets demolished. Mm. Uh, did Kentucky beat Missouri? Surely. Surely they did, right? I can pull up SECsports.com. Yeah. Georgia beat Vandy comfortably 45-14. Mm-hmm. Georgia's really good. Yeah, Kentucky beat Missouri 40-34. A and M played Alabama well. I yeah, think I did. Wow, I did not see this. I did not see Alabama only win by eight. What happened there? Did you watch this game? Alabama was winning, going to win the game the whole time, more or less. A and M played hard, kept it close. Um, so does A and M have a defense? Is that what's going on? I, you know, if you one way to look at A and M is they're a forty-five to ten, forty-four to ten against UCLA, and their quarterback got hurt and they panicked. And since then they've and then they had to get through. They looked crap on the second game for a while with the with the new guy, mm-hmm. but then they've slowly come around, gotten better and better as the um, backup freshman has now gotten more experience under his belt. They're actually and then the way they played Alabama, you sit there and ask yourself. Yeah, I see. Pretty, I'm looking at the score chart now. It makes more sense. A and M took a three zero lead, and then Alabama went up twenty four three. Um, they made it 24-10. Alabama got a safety. Uh, that is weird, though. How did Bama get tackled for his safety? What happened there? Alabama safety is strange. Yeah, I, don't know how- they got, um, I guess they, they got back of their own goal line, and A&M has a pretty good front seven. Yeah, wow. So that's that's definitely something to watch there. I mean, this this just tells me that A&M is going to destroy Ole Miss if they were able to play Alabama this close. Their defense has to be – Tell you what there. that game tells me is that solid front seven. Uh-huh. Well, I think if you game. shut down Bama's run game, you, that's why yeah. the Iron Bowl is going to be an amazing Probably. game. The Iron Bowl is going to be great. Cause Auburn, that's exactly where I was headed. Yeah. Is that, it's a great I matchup mean, for Auburn. Auburn just gets better and better every week. Mm-hmm. Auburn really – now, Auburn's got to go to LSU this weekend. That's interesting. Yeah. Auburn's the better team. but Yeah, or, LSU has a slight bit of or, momentum. Against the wall, goes and wins in the swamp. I, I think Gus is, is trying to show everybody, you know, who he really is or whatever this season and try to dispel. And let's be honest, they lost a one-score game to Clemson, who's mm-hmm. clearly who's one of the two best teams in the country. Mm-hmm. So, and the Iron Bowl at home with a quarterback, with, with Stidham gets better and better. It's going to be... I think that's going to be game of the season. And then it sets up, I mean, potentially the best SEC championship game we've had in in years with Georgia versus one of the Alabama teams. It'd be interesting because Auburn and Georgia play each other there in November yeah. as they do here. And then, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. Even if Georgia loses that game, they should win the East. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I, no, I agree. It'll be an interesting prelude to whatever comes out of the iron bowl. It's, I mean, I am excited about that one aspect of college football season. Those three teams, especially Auburn and Georgia, I like I like their teams a good bit. I, I don't like the way Alabama plays, but they got the talent. I would love to see Auburn's front seven shut down the running game. Hurts can't pass, and uh, you know another um, kick six type epic win that would be really fun to watch. Uh, and I think if that happens, 
and then Auburn was to be Georgia in the SC championship game. Hell, that that playoff rematch against Clemson would be crazy. There's a lot of there's a lot of crazy uh, scenarios that, that are setting up here for the second half of the season. So that's cool. Yeah. And part of the reason they're setting up is because you have this extremely stratified SEC once again where you have the top is really, really good, there's no middle, and then you got a bunch of bottom feeders bringing up the rear. Um, so, familiar. That's familiar. We've seen that in the last few years. Yep. Uh, often. Oh, what else is going on, John? Can we move on to lines for the week? Sure. Why not? Yeah, I think we hit hit pretty much all the Ole Miss stuff that we got in your little thing here. I, want, I do want to close kind of – Looking at the good old boy network in general, I think they're uh, mm. I think they're all over the place. Mm, interesting. Well, we'll see what you say when you get there. Don't say anything that's going to get us sued. <laughs> Let's remember the A word. Allegedly. The, the alleged GOBs. It's alleged. It's all alleged. I don't know anybody. Um, all right, so are we just looking for any uh, interesting Yeah, we were here? three and four in the parlay last week. We were god awful. Yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Um, how much money McDermott win or lose in Vegas this weekend? It's hard to say. I, I hope a lot, but you know, fish and how big they were. It's hard to it's hard to correctly convey stories like that. You know, it, they get blown up. Clemson's minus twenty and a half open there. Twenty two and a half. Yeah, twenty two and a half at Syracuse. Kelly Bryant play. I don't know. They kind of took it easy against Wake. Uh huh. Wazoo's around two touchdowns over Cal. Uh-huh. Oh, what's up with the what the Oregon State coach got fired today? Did he? Yeah, they're bad. Who's that? Who's that? Gary uh, Anderson. Gary Anderson. Yeah. Which is funny. Um, I had no idea his name was Gary Anderson, and the, the thing I'm about to say is like for like it like two people, but I, I know at least two people that listen to this show. Also, fans of the podcast, your Kickstarter sucks, which is an amazing podcast. They have a character named Gary Anderson that is a. Uh, like an offensive local stand-up comedian. So that was uh, that was funny when I found out the Oregon State coach is Gary Anderson. Don't worry about it. For those two people, they're probably enjoying this. All right, sorry. Back to you, John. Good. Looking for stuff here. How about the Buffalo? Was it Western Michigan game that went seven overtime? Oh God. Cool. Buffalo lost a seven OT game at home. I can sympathize cool. with that. Yeah, they're plus four this weekend. Um, hosting Michigan lost to Michigan State. Oh yeah, we should talk about that for sure. So Harbaugh is like uh, kind of bad, huh? That's like what seems to be like everybody agreeing that Harbaugh is just like. Harbaugh's not. I know he's not. I know he's not bad, but he's he's not the the Saban rival we were promised yet. He's not there. Right? You admit that. a year or two just to see, you yeah. know, get I'm not I'm not writing him off yet. I'm just saying he's not ready this year. No, he's got their offense isn't good enough. Defense is good, but needs an offense. Mm-hmm. Um let's see. It is an important part of the game. Yeah, scoring's kind of a necessity. FSU minus eight at Duke. The Blackman QE's playing better and better. They lost the last second game there to Miami. Very entertaining game. Let's see here. Nothing really jumps out at this from a matchup. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, boring week. Ole Miss. Wait, did you say my- FSU minus seven at Duke? Yep. Hmm. What do you? What's your read on that game? You know, Florida State, on the one hand, is starting to play better and better, but on the other hand, they just came off a really emotional loss. Yeah, they're, what's their – are they two and – th- One and three? three. One and three. Jeez. They need a win, but seven's a decent amount of points, especially on the red. Yep. It's a lot. Kind of interesting. What I, I would – I don't have a really good sense – Either way with that. Uh, let's see. Vandy, Ole Miss. Ole Miss minus three. Mm. Stay in there. I've seen it four and a half. Yeah, I have minus, minus, I have minus three still in my book. I think, I think for betting purposes, it's around a coin flip game. Um, we we probably are more biased to think Vanderbilt just because of the history of the Vanderbilt-Ole Miss matchup over the years. And 
both think is over the past decade, Vandy's had um, good success against the Ole Miss, and the matchup just doesn't suit, doesn't set up for them well. I mean, and also like in a in a toss up game, you're supposed to take the points, right? I mean, if I was if I was an unbiased gambler, I feel like those those Vanderbilt points, those plus three or plus four and a half, would be pretty appealing. The other problem, Ole Miss doesn't have a field goal kicker. Wonderlich. Yep. Nope. Wait, is he hurt again? I thought he kicked against Auburn. He's dead mentally. Did he did he miss some? First he opening may- drive, Ole Miss takes the ball, goes down there and misses a field oh, goal. Oh yeah, that's right. I do remember that. Yeah. Well, hmm. he'll be better at home, you have to hope, right? Oklahoma minus seven and a half versus Texas. How about Oklahoma losing to Iowa State? Mm-hmm. That was crazy. That shook things up at the top of the rankings. Yep. Who is is who's left undefeated? Bama. Bama. I'm gonna Google it. Clemson. Yes. Washington. Right. Penn State. Who I think they have Michigan next week, then at Ohio State or one or the other. They've got a big stretch coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, are they the? Are they the Alabama, one? Clemson, Penn State, Georgia, of course, Washington. TCU, Wisconsin, Wazoo, Washington State, yeah, Miami, Florida, South Florida, San Diego State, UCF, Navy. Interesting. Yeah. Also, twenty twenty-five undefeated teams. Oh no, not twenty. Sorry, sorry, sorry. They were say they had their rankings next to them. It looks like what maybe like twelve, fifteen under or undefeated teams in the top twenty-five. What did you say? I said yeah. That sounds yeah. about right. That's a, that's that's. Still a good amount, decent amount here. State minus twenty one and a half against BYU at home. BYU's got garbage. Mm-hmm. State beats bad teams. Mm-hmm. Alabama minus thirty against Arkansas. Yikes! I, after- I, 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 I like laying the tide this week. Yeah, after the after they just kind of laid an egg against A and M, you think Saban gets them motivated? They were asleep against A and M. I think yeah. Arkansas. Arkansas statistically is as bad as Ole Miss in certain rushing situations, which is a really incredible stat. That is an incredible stat. That's that's really all all you need to hear if you're an Arkansas fan and you want to fire Bielema. I mean, to me, that's that's malpractice for a coach I that mean, has his philosophy. Honestly, Ole Miss, you get a Vandy team, and then LSU comes to town, and, and for, you know, let's not kid ourselves. Um, Orgeron's not the smartest coach in the world, mm-hmm. and – Danny Etling's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. If you go out there and don't play with your head up your ass, you have a shot at the game. Mm-hmm. And then you get a bad Arkansas team in. I mean, if Ole Miss somehow won the next three games, now I do not expect it to happen at all. But if we got four weeks down from now, Ole Miss all of a sudden had won three in a row. They have more of a chance, but yeah, I agree. You know, not so. I guess the point is, though, you, there's, a, there's a chance for them to win two out of three here. And I'm not just saying that to be poly. I think there, there's actually is, you know, they haven't quit. And maybe, and even though it was against, you know, a third string that didn't care against Auburn, there probably mm-hmm. is, I think there is some confidence to be gained from the fourth quarter they played. And can they take that and say, you know what, let's go do this. But the key, they got, if they can win the Vandy game, then they'll have something to play for the second half of the year and have some games that, you know, who knows, but we'll see. Yeah, I, I want to say that both teams are going to try hard in that Vandy Ole Miss game. I think if someone doesn't, it's probably Ole Miss, and that'll tell you everything you need to know about the rest of the season, which is yep. they're going to win one game against Lafayette, and that's it. Um, but if they if they do go full effort, you know, I think it'll be a pretty close game. We'll see. Um, so let's uh, so we mentioned you mentioned Navy was undefeated. Mm-hmm. They traveled to Memphis this Ooh. week. Memphis minus four. In the Liberty Bowl. Interesting. That could be a good Navy, game. Navy a uh, triple option team? Yeah. So a triple thought. option. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'll be that could be a fun one to watch. Is that eleven AM or that is three forty five hmm. on the ESPNU. It's the after, it's Eastern, so it's the afternoon ESPNU game. What time is Old Miss Vanderbilt? Uh three thirty Eastern. It's two thirty Whoa. SEC. Is it on CBS? 
Oh, SEC Network. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you, thank you. That makes Auburn more sense. Auburn LSU CBS. Auburn LSU is really interesting. Yeah, that'll be that's that's a good game for sure. Um, I saw L, uh, Auburn minus six on here. It opened, it opened minus nine, then minus six and a half. The money went to to the LSU Tigers. Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, we'll see. That, that's a big game for Stidham. Stidham plays well. They'll take care of LSU by two touchdowns. But mm-hmm. we can see. Uh, what else we got here? Texas A&M goes to Florida. Florida minus three at home. Ooh. That is, huh? Florida. Yeah, I kind of like the Aggies there. I do, too. I think I, I think A&M gains confidence playing Alabama oh, close. Yeah. I, think, I think definitely. That's That was impressive. The play I think Florida. Right. Florida be scratching the head over how they lost to a team at home and it lost to Troy the week before. Right, exactly. Really like A&M there. I like that too. Uh, let's see. South Carolina at Tennessee. Tennessee opened minus one and a half up to two and a half. I mean, good grief. I, I don't see how Tennessee gets up to play this game. Or any game the rest of the season, really. I mean, they're coming off a bye. Maybe they circle the wagons a little bit. Right, that's true. Yeah, yeah that could that could very easily be the case. So it's well stated that I hate PJ Fleck, mm-hmm. and Michigan State is, in my mind, only minus four at Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Now I guess that hell they're coming off an emotional win in the Big House. First time that game had ever been played at night in the Big House. Wow. So. Because they, they just now invented lights there. There's that. Yeah. There's that, and then now they go on the road again. I could see that game being close. Um, so I'm actually going to stay away from my P.J. Flex spike bet for the week. Yeah, Michigan State is probably not too worried about Minnesota. They're still thinking about their win for sure. Mm-hmm. Washington minus 17 at Arizona State. Arizona State's bad, right? Yep. Yeah. Mm. I think nothing that jumps at me is oh that's free money. I do like the A and M pick, mm-hmm. but Florida is also capable of being. Yeah, and I think McElwain's pretty good, like coach, X's and O's and all that. Yep. So I don't know. Oh, oh, I like. I think I like Alabama minus thirty. <laughs> that's so many points, John. I think Arkansas is garbage. I really do. Yeah, I, I, it seems that way. So, do you think you think Bird's done after this year? I mean, it's kind of there at a point now where he's been there. What? This is his fourth or fifth year. This is his fifth year there, and they're not really going anywhere. So yeah, he got hired the year after Freeze. Yeah, the first game was thirteen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if you're an Arkansas fan or booster, what are you keeping him for? It's not like he it's not like he's known for recruiting, like he has some savior recruit waiting yeah. in the wings. What's gotten him in trouble, honestly, is he hasn't recruited well enough. Yeah, I, I would agree. And so I think I think what it really is is that level of recruiting you can win in the Big Ten, you can't win in the SEC. Is is what Bielema is proving. Oh, let's talk about the fact why did why was Ty Quick on the field so much? Mm, Shea almost threw a pick sixth on a Ty Quick on Saturday. I don't know, man. Uh, Dawson Knox bailed us out like on an early third down, if you recall. He did. He was the background of the thirty-five to three highlight thing on Twitter. Hell yes, dude. Man, I freaking live for those graphics, John. You have no idea. The, the 66-3 to one with the kick, the field goal kick as the background image, holy crap, that's so amazing. Like, that's true. Wow. Honestly, if, if Ole Miss would just like become more self-aware and funnier, I would be way more okay with us sucking. It's just like, just like own it. Just own it. It's fine. Like, I, I hope as the season goes on, the – the infographics get more and more ridiculous. Oh, you, so apparently Matt Luke today, I'm looking up his quick hits here, was quoted as saying he was impressed with Breland. The same guy that jumped off sides two plays in a row and turned a third and nine into a first down. <laughs> yeah, John, you're talking about effort. That's 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 motor right there. He can He's <laughs> always ready to jump. 
Oh my gosh. That was so bad. What oh LSU almost game time sort of set? What did you say? Looking at here, what's the almost LSU game time? It's uh six thirty or something like that? Or six fifteen, depending on if they put it on ESPN or SEC network. So I'm looking here. Okay. Idaho Mizzou's at noon. Tennessee, Alabama, three thirty. Oof. Which Jones will get rolled on national TV. Yeah, the third is, Saturday. Actually, they are playing that game on the third Saturday in October this year. So, oh well, the good news for Ole Miss is Auburn and Alabama games are under your belt now. So that's yeah, we, always going to be a tough stretch of the season. Yeah, why the cow loss? Yeah, the cow loss is is bad. Um, but yeah, that was always going to be tough. Um, hold on, I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up Ole Miss's schedule. Because I want to talk about this a little bit, I guess, since we do have this Ole Miss Sports Podcast going on here. Um, Yeah, I mean, Texas A&M, probably not going to be a pretty scene. Honestly, man, November 23rd, (laughs) November 23rd, get ready, get ready to take it. Get ready to just get destroyed. (laughs) That's my, that's my opinion. I think it's going to be so bad. I think Ole Miss fans are going to, they're going to do, Ole Miss is like going to win a couple games against this weaker stretch. And they're going to talk about, oh, State's going to get it. Leo Lewis is going to get it for everything he did. Like our guys are going to go out there. And we're, Ole Miss is going to get destroyed. Dan Mullen is going to destroy Matt Luke and the band of misfit toys that are Ole Miss's coaching staff. I'm just calling it now. Just get ready. I, I, I can't imagine how Ole Miss doesn't give up 350 rushing yards. To, to Fitz and Williams. It just, I don't, I don't know. I think that's going to be ugly. But other than that, and maybe the A&M game, the schedule is a little bit more manageable now. Um, it definitely helps having LSU and Arkansas be down this year. Yeah, Lafayette should be a win. Um, at Kentucky's a winnable game. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. But I agree. I think it's a blowout. I mean, We'll see what happens with this. I guess I want to close with this is between the whole land shark mascot thing. Bjork seems to have some, a decent amount of security best I can tell, which I mean, I, yeah, I'm on the record on the show as saying no matter what happens, I don't think anyone has the, the balls to fire Bjork at Ole Miss booster. That includes boosters. I think boosters like him for whatever reason. And everybody's all clamoring about access. I mean, I just sit here. It seems like, and I guess it was probably this bad back in 2011, but mm-hmm. it's sad to me seeing a team, you know, whether or not it was, I mean, they got to back-to-back access bowls mm-hmm. and were in a position to elevate themselves from the, you know, kind of the honky-tonk bottom half of the league losers mm. that, you know, had the Grove and be a fun place to go watch a game because, you know, you'd walk in there, kick the other kick Never lost ass. a party, dude. Never lost a party. They've gone from that to now they're just, you know, they had a chance to go become a um, consistent, steady, top 15, 20 national program. And now they've turned, but now, now they've regressed. It's like all the flaws of the IHL, Ole Miss. Uh, Hugh freaking or, freeze. The network, which ever heard of a flawed man, uh, a center named Hugh Freeze? You know, a lot of people stood behind him, and he got hired, and his whole hiring was an inside job. I mean, there was there was no coaching search in 2011, and they went and got Archie Manning to sit there and pretend like he did a coaching search. Mm -hmm. I mean, Mm -hmm. the whole thing's just. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like the biggest reason that Ole Miss fell from that Sugar Bowl winning poised to be you know top 20 program it's it's freeze freeze did this but who put freeze in there i know that's fine that's that's whatever i just i still think there are far too many freeze apologists in the fan base um yes like probably half the fan base or more says screw that guy get him like i don't i never want to see him again anywhere near old miss like he did this but there is a large contingent that are like no matter what you say they're like 
Well, you know, he, he won the two access bowls, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he also, he recruited the team that's here now. He hired this entire coaching staff other than Bicknell. Uh, he oversaw five and seven last year. He exit. he resigned from the head coaching position after, you know, being caught making calls to escorts on his university phone a month before camp started, maybe even less than a month before camp started. It's just th- this is so a catastrophe of, of his creation. He hired Barney Farrar. He put him in a position to basically be the point man on all recruiting. Um, just just terrible. Just Hugh Freeze, you suck. You did this. You've done this to us. Uh, and I will never forgive you. Well, the Memphis games and the Florida game, Memphis and Florida games in 2015 are just, too, I mean. Yeah, a, taste, a taste of what, what was to come. What? What a wasted opportunity in 2015. Oh God, yeah. Well, then, and that's not even that's not even mentioning, uh, you know, fourth and 25, and one play away from the first Atlanta appearance in school history. Yeah, and you look in and, and 14. I'm not as hard on 14 because. Yeah, I'm not either. The Laquan play was just like, what do you do? I know, but okay, okay, we say that 14. The first loss was the Bo Wallace meltdown in Baton Rouge. Let's be honest, Bo Wallace. Yeah, he was playing game. above. He was playing above his head for sure. Yeah, I just don't think of Bo Wallace as an SEC championship type QB. Yeah, well, yeah, back. he proved that. But I mean, I don't know if you could put the fifteen offense with fourteen defense, you'd have a team. Yeah, if you well, yeah, if you could put if you could put Chad Kelly as the QB of the fourteen team, Pretty no, much, no yeah. other changes. <laughs> that's been born months earlier. That's a hell stuff. of a team. Yeah, you got the Jalen Walton scab back. Um. Well, hell, if you didn't, uh, didn't Dante leave before that fourteen team? Yeah, Dante went pro early. He could have stayed that year if you had Chad Kelly and Dante Moncrief on that team. Like, if somehow in the midst of Ole Miss's meltdown, before you get String Fellow on the fourteen team, I'll even settle for String instead of a Moncrief. Yeah, that's that's fine. I mean, honestly, even without without Moncrief, I think if Chad Kelly was the quarterback. Um, they would have beaten LSU at least. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah, because that uh, the problem that night was just no offense, no quarterback play. I tell you what, though, we were all kind of. I mean, Moncrief was quick to get out of there and move on. Mm-hmm. We yeah. all know why now after the Godfrey article. I don't know if you ever touched yeah. on this. Yeah, no, I mean, we talked about it back then. I mean, true, the NCAA had a hard on for him. He got out and got paid. And hey, Dante Moncrief is currently the bright spot on a uh, a, a struggling Colts team. So good for him. I'm pr- I'm proud of the way he's been playing in the NFL. He's He's really becoming a complete receiver. Four it's, nothing Yankees here in game four. They don't screw this up. We're gonna have a game five in Cleveland. Wow. That is that is gonna be interesting. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Four nothing. What's the what inning are we talking about? Plenty of time for things to happen. But. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> well. That's that I guess, John. Oh, I've got. That's the show, I suppose. Ole Miss Vandy at 2.30 on SEC Network. Woohoo! Where they're supposed to be in Oxford. 2.30 games are always the best kicks. Yeah. I don't, it's, it's really hot down here, man. It does not feel like October at all. We, we've got the remnants of Nate left over up here. Oh, yeah. Pretty good today. It, didn't, it, it wasn't super rainy down here. I don't know if you saw any of the footage from um, – like the casinos when the storm surge came through, there was a lot of water in there, um, but we we didn't get a ton of rain. I think it went east of uh of Mississippi, of central Mississippi. Oxford sunny high of eighty seven on Saturday. See, you see what I'm talking about? It's freaking still summer down here, man. It's balmy. Let's that see. Dope is going to be. Let's see, 79 tomorrow, 61 on Thursday, 76 mostly sunny on. 75 75 and 76 on Saturday and Sunday. So that sounds great. A little bit cooler. A little bit cooler. All right. Well, yeah. Watch the game. Uh, No coaching news to report this week. I think the candidate to Jor, what? There is no hot board. Yeah. John once again says there's no hot board. I once again did not update it. So I'm fine with us not messing with it. But, uh, I don't know. I think I think the hot candidates right now, Chad Morris, who John thinks is going to be the guy. Um, I, I think Neil Brown is is real hot after Troy beat LSU. 
Um, Jeremy Pruitt probably still has a solid contingent of boosters that, that want that. Hear a lot of Muschamp talk for whatever reason. I don't think he'd leave South Carolina. Um, and then I still have a feeling that we're, it's going to be somebody that we don't really hear talked about much at all that just kind of emerges at the end, Hugh Free style. So what, we'll what see. What do you think about Muschamp? What do I think about him? Yeah, well, if they hired Muschamp. Uh, pretty pretty bummed out, honestly. I hate retreads. He's the ultimate triple retread. Right? I mean, is it South Carolina a better job than Ole Miss? I don't know. Is it? It's in the East. You don't play Bama. I, I know they don't have Ole Miss's football history, but they, they have solid support. I wonder I wonder if Clemson being in the same state as them is a good thing or a bad thing for them recruiting-wise. Probably not great because Clemson used to be bad, right? They would probably make it easier for them to get South Carolina recruits. South Carolina and Ole Miss are about even jobs. I think so too, but I would choose the one in the East if I was if I was a coach. Yeah. So I guess my point is I don't see him coming to Ole Miss and being a huge winner after failing at Florida and being, you know, middle of the pack at South Carolina. Is that fair? I think Muschamp, it, it's, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, I think he knows defense. He can recruit well. It would be his third rodeo. I think South Carolina, he's done better than people thought he would thus far. Yeah, I agree with that, which also makes me think he wouldn't leave right now. Yeah, I can agree. Although, the thing about the the positive of coming to Ole Miss is this. Is you are going to get, I mean, well, who knows? Ole Miss could screw this up. But you should slash are going to get four years right right with no no real expectations you should be guaranteed four years period so that to me is the big that's a positive for the old miss job okay i'll I'll give you that like you're must champ you went to florida and didn't work out um you go to carolina and it's going pretty well you're getting you're getting a little better than you think but then Ole Miss comes along and says, we're going to, and I think Carolina is only paying him like $3 million, give or take. Hmm. And Ole Miss comes along and says, Will, you've done, you've got them going. He built a roster of players at Florida. Right. You cleaned up the program. That was his job, was to clean up the program at Florida. True. Ole Miss got to clean it up. True. He's older now. It's just, he's, he's kind of. But, like, if you start winning at South Carolina, you're going to get a raise. I I just don't see why you start over at this point if you're him. And also, coaches are so prideful. I think he probably – $5 million and says, Will, it's $5 million. And so you're talking about paying him $20 million for maybe nothing over the four years? It's proving – he's – I He's think good. this is I think this is very mediocre. It would be a very mediocre hire, especially at five million dollars a year. He's put a solid roster together. All right, I'm just telling you, Ole Miss is going to get mocked mercilessly if they pay Muschamp five million dollars a year. Got a top four quarterback in the league. Yeah, nah. Food for I mean, thought. I mean, who else are they going to get? Unless Food for uh, thought. Unless they're going to they- get somebody from a non-power five school. They're going to get Neil Brown. I mean, I just wish that we that they would get Mike Leach. They need somebody. Leach. They need somebody that's established so bad that just to come in and run a real football program. Mm-hmm. It's a damn, you know, it's a damn shame that Mark Richt didn't make it two more years. Yeah, he'd be perfect. No, Mark <laughs> Richt would be a home run here. Clean be it like up. higher. Clean I mean, it be, up. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I think he'd be gone after four or five years, but I think the program would be in much better shape when he left. You know, have we talked about Brian Harson at all, the Boise guy? I think we might have mentioned him, but I don't think he's on the hot board. What do you think about Brian Harson? He's a good coach. I mean, Boise's not as good this year, but yeah. whatever. I mean, he's been there four years. He's done it. Mm-hmm. Proved it. The last coach is doing pretty well at his next job. 
Boise's ten, traditionally puts coaches hires yeah. good coach. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that at all for sure. I yeah, I'd rather have the Boise coach than the Troy coach. Yeah, just speaking in generalities for sure. I don't know, man. Well, it'll it'll all reveal itself in time, and then we'll look at it and say, "Oh, of course, this is what happened. Of course, exactly, it went this way. Like we we should have seen this all along." And maybe it'll be Chad Morris, and you'll be and vindicated. Maybe you go hire Venables. I I don't think he's. I don't think I don't he's think leave Clemson. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think he's the guy that knows he's a coordinator and just says, "I'm going to go get paid a million and a half to beat DC." I, and- I don't know. He might also be waiting on the Clemson head coaching job because everybody knows Dabo is replacing Saban when he retires. I don't think that happens. I, I'm telling you, from the from the highest levels of Alabama, that's the plan. Well, I mean, why would it be the plan? You, you're telling, yeah, if, you you can bring in an Alabama guy that has won national championship somewhere else to replace Saban. It makes perfect sense to me. Oh, Dabo is smart. He will not take the job. Yeah, but don't, doesn't everybody want to be the best coach of the best team? I mean, don't you want to be the next don't Bear Bryant, be, Nick Saban? Why be the guy that follows Saban and doesn't do as well when you can go stay at Clemson and be the guy that built it? Because you're a coach and you think that you'll do just as well or he, better because you're a cocky son of a bitch. of Clemson outside of their other national title. So... He's basic. So he, okay, he's not Bobby. Who's a guy that would come in? But you're talking about Clemson versus Alabama. It's different galaxies. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Alabama no, is is be- Alabama stands alone when it comes to resources and program prestige. They stand alone. Yeah, is is Dabo ever going to get fired at Clemson? Hell, no, no. But he doesn't think he's going to get fired at Bama either. He thinks he'll go and retire at Bama just like Saban did. Coaches, I, coaches I think, are prideful. Everybody gives Dabo shit for just being a CEO. I think Dabo's smart enough to not take that job. I, I disagree. We'll see what happens in you know, a couple years whenever Saban retires. Um, I, I think coaches don't employ this logical calculus that we as fans want to employ. Because from their perspective, you know they're they're just about to do it. And if you're Dabo, you've already done it. And so why wouldn't you believe that you can't do it at the program with the most resources? I'm not. I think Dabo would win there. Like I don't know why he wouldn't win national championships there. He can Ooh. do it at Clemson. Why can't you do it at Bama? Who would take the Alabama? Job? The roster will be stacked. Dabo, it's Dabo. Let's say Dabo's not. He's the, the most logical. Dabo says no. Who would take the Alabama? Job? Just play along. Hypothetical. Who's the other? Who else do you do? Let's say Dabo listens to the pod and goes, you know that, you know that, that John guy's right. Mm-hmm. I, I'm king here at Clemson. It's a good gig. They pay me plenty of money. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave and go deal with all the because the good old boys have been waiting for a decade to come run back to the table. That is going to be the biggest mess. He just he says, I don't want anything to do with that. I'm good here. I'm I chill. Don't think so. I, I think I think the Alabama good old boys are just fine being frozen out because it means they win national championships every other year. I think they're fine with that trade off. I think they're fine with it. Big disagreement. Okay. I they think all think the it. program is on the the program is beyond getting tampered with at this point. Wait, who thinks that? Alabama boosters. I'm sure they sit there and the good old boy Alabama good old boys are probably sitting there going we can do. David made this program automatic. We can do whatever. We yeah, want. we can do no wrong. Yeah, I mean you're probably right about that. But what I'm saying is, I, I I doubt they're really unhappy with their arrangement with Saban, whatever it is. I mean well, they are they are involved in the program. You know they get to where they're not upset about it. But when a new guy comes in, they're going to go, hey. And Dabo, see Saban is a hard ass and will tell them to go stand in the corner. Dabo Dabo wants to bring people in. And have them, you know, on community, blah, blah, blah. The problem is that's going to lead to Bama boosters being all but over But there's, the there's literally no one that can do what you're talking about. Like, who? there's no other Saban to step that's into it. the Saban role. Why, when Saban retires, the Alabama thing's going to be fascinating. It's going to be awesome. It will be. I think they try Dabo, and we'll see what happens. Uh, but who, let's just play, I'm trying to, I want to sit here. Who, besides Dabo, doesn't happen. Or Dabo, you know, I don't wish all. Dabo dies in a car wreck. Wow. He's not available. Damn, John. It's messed up. Just, you know, play along here. Who's the, who do you go get? Urban Meyer. 
Ooh, I know what I do. Go on. I don't. I do not think Urban leaves Ohio State. Okay, go on. You go get Tom Herman. Yeah, I mean. And then you ball. Yeah, I mean, I think he's probably the not top five candidate for sure. Does Jimbo leave Florida State? I don't think so. Uh, I don't know. I feel like he would. Maybe. Jimbo leaving, I don't know, flip a coin. It, it will be. It will be fascinating. And, I, I mean, how long do you think Saban hangs around? I don't know. I think I said earlier, I think he were, I think my take, my uh, bold prediction was he retires after the season. Yeah, that would be that would be bold for sure. Uh, I googled Alabama football coach in waiting, and the second one is uh, Saturday Down South says Lane Kiffin named Alabama head coach in waiting. Huh? <laughs> yeah, I bet. I, I bet that's that's what's gonna happen. Hilarious. What on earth? Um. Yeah. Who would t- oh, you know who would take that job? Kirby. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking just the most appropriate thing would be James Franklin. Okay, that cap- yeah, yeah. I could see that. I, I think he'd take it. I mean, that dude's got an ego the size of Alabama. So, yeah, I think he'd oh, take yeah, it. He would. He would. Yeah. <laughs> this this person says Mark D'Antonio. I think they're going to go a little, aim a little higher uh, than that. I'm not going to take Mark D'Antonio. Yeah. Um, uh, they also said Pete Carroll. Ooh. Yeah. I, I don't. He's too, I don't think he's too go, hippie, wishy washy for Bama, I right? Chip Kelly. Who? Who? Where does Chip Kelly go? Hmm. I don't know. He's gonna end up somewhere after this year, right? Yeah, that would make sense. And does Chip Kelly? Does somebody have a decent season and get fired because of Chip Kelly being out there? Ooh, let's say someone goes nine and three, and they actually say, "You know what? The guy doesn't get hurt against UCLA. They go ten and two. Then, the, but you can get Chip Kelly. Do they get rid of someone so they can bring in Chip Kelly? I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it's a it's an interesting question for sure, and uh, one that will that will you know figure out when the time comes for sure. It's thing about chip kelly is that he didn't get a gig last year and then oregon who was sitting there said nah he can't go back we're gonna go get taggart and they loaded up with the killer staff with taggart mm-hmm. um let's see who would go get who would make room for chip kelly hmm. um would all this have a shot no. I, I, I wonder if Chip Kelly is, I don't know, he's probably not considered damaged goods because of his NCAA deal. I, yeah, Ole Miss does not have a shot at Chip Kelly now. I think that's, that's for sure. Funny if they got him. Oh, it would be, it would be funny. Leech, get Leech, get Leech. That's all I want. Leech. Pirate, 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 pirate. Yep. What what's it take to get him to leave Washington State? Um. Well, you could certainly offer enough money to entice. You think so? Is he is he a money guy? Oh. This... Okay, never mind. Get over the wall. Sterling Castro hit a double off the center field wall here. Oh man, nice. So, New York's raking it here. Hmm. Leach, you know. I think Leach is very comfortable at Wazoo, but Olmos would offer money and it also offer a shot in the SEC. SEC. Yeah, I mean, I if Bjork isn't trying that angle, you know, fire him for malpractice because Leach would be such a welcome breath of fresh air after what we went through with Freeze um, and just you know winning. My- Leach would not give a damn what the boosters think. And Mike Leach wouldn't tell us, oh, we have to go recruit all five stars or else we're going to suck. You know, he's going to he's gonna say, well, we have to play good sound football or else uh, we're going to suck. 
And yeah, then, he would actually coach football and not this whole. God, it would event. be nice. And I, I like the air raid. I like all that. And and also he'd be stepping in. I I think if Leach is is the hire, you don't lose your wide receivers. You don't lose Shea. No, so he could actually coach. <laughs> that would be funny. What? Is Leach go find some like backup? Some walk on that replaces Shea. Yeah, that would uh, be. Bench shape oh, that'd be so bad. Oh my god. So, oh man. The Patterson family would be riding in the streets, oh, man. Now I want Leach to come just so that happens. <laughs> oh my god. He, it, no, what Leach would do is he would he would have a full on QB competition. For sure. That's a yeah, guarantee. He would. And that oh man, that would be epic. That would be epic. Shay might just quit, honestly. Maybe maybe Shay's like, Oh, I'll stay for Leach and then he realizes Leach is gonna make him compete and he's like, Never mind, I'm transferring. Screw this. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's fun to imagine. If only we could get a coach that good. We'll see. Uh, Time is passing through the hourglass, John, on the uh, NCAA. Maybe we'll learn about the COI rule in here in the next month or two. I don't know. Rose Bowl had a tweet, I guess, today sometime saying that uh, we're going to get some bad news this week and people need to check their sources. So um, brace for that, folks. I I think probably since Rose Bowl's only source right now is – Houston Nuts attorney, I'm guessing they're going to be refiling their meritless lawsuit in the state court after like two months of saying they were going to. So there you go. Something to watch for. Um, we talked a lot. We got a, we got a lot of content in on this uh, week where we didn't really want to talk about Ole Miss football at all. So that's good. And lots of interesting coaching discussion here at the end of the show. Um, we're going we're gonna to call it there for now. Um, we'll save something for the, for the rest of the season for sure. Um, thank you for listening. You know, Give us a review on iTunes if you get a chance. That would be great. Check out our website, landsharksafterdark.com. Um, and we're going to talk to you again next week after this Vanderbilt game. Thanks, John. And uh, thanks, everybody out there listening. See you later. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.